0: Welcome to the 49er Faithful UK show. It's divisional round. It's the Dallas Cowboys saddling up to head to Santa Clara for the ninth, uh, ninth postseason matchup all time against the Niners. And the previous eight matchups have kind of thrown up the odd memorable game or two. So, fingers crossed, we could be in for an exciting weekend. I'm Gareth Ellis, and I'm joined by Paul Hope. Hi, everyone. naji Kaur. Hello, everyone. And Lee Gowland. Hey, guys. So, yeah, we've, uh, we faced Dallas in the playoffs three times in a row in the 70s. I'm sure we're all far too young to remember any of that. Uh, once in the 80s, sure, we might have heard... Something about that game, uh, maybe, maybe even watched a, a few bit of, bits of it. Uh, three times in the nineties, I certainly have some memories of those. I think probably Lee Lee does as well. Oh, yeah. as you imagine yeah. far too far too young at the time, um, and now back to back in uh, in seasons in the twenties. Have you got any uh, any of those games stand out? I'm sure uh, you've caught up on a few of them, but any any memories or any any favourites about the Dallas Niners? match-up from the past, or even last year, which was thoroughly entertaining. Go on, Lee, kick us off.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to think which one was my favourite. The ones we I, win. I've... Yeah. Just... Well, yeah, it's got to be the ones <laughs> that we win. I mean, yeah. ha- have you seen, um, uh, what you call it, Taylor Two Cities on NFL Network? Because that kind that kind of summed up the... The, mm. 80s, the late 80s, the early 90s for me, as far as the the rivalry between the 49ers and the Cowboys is concerned. And we've just been talking about um, Deion Sanders, the fact that he won back-to-back Super Bowls, one for the 49ers, one for the Cowboys. Um, and I think that, that kind of culminated in uh, a build-up to to the rivalry when it became quite toxic between 49er fans and Cowboys fans for for quite a while. Um, as far as as far as favorite moments, I mean the, the matchup between Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders, that that was excellent. It was excellent to watch. Two, two players at the prime. Um, there's so many different memories you can have of the games. Last year, I think <laughs> the overriding memory wasn't actually of the game. <laughs> it was Trey yeah. Williams after the game. I mean that pitch that picture is now absolutely le- legendary. Um, yeah. The two things that uh, I remember about last year, very fondly, was that picture and the um, the commentary by Tony Romo <laughs> when Dak Prescott decided to uh, to run the ball, which ran out of time. Yeah. And Tony Romo's reaction was absolutely priceless. Um, <laughs> I, I can hear it word for word now. And just the way he did it, it's, oh, oh no, oh no, no! <laughs> because he couldn't believe it himself. And the, the those moments are like the comedy moments but then you get into the the real talent and the real talent was during the mid 80s uh, sorry the mid 90s the early 90s as far as the uh the 49ers cowboys are concerned obviously you have to go back to 81 that was the most iconic moment in nfl Um, the catch it was absolutely fantastic listening to the stories the build up to it the way they described each other as teams. Obviously, the Niners kept on getting beat off the Cowboys year in, year out. So it was more of a grudge match for the Niners than it was for the Cowboys at the time. Then the Niners had all this success during the 80s when Eddie departload came in and he changed things around the way they did things. And um, Jerry Jones kind of stole the blueprint for that and he started to build the Cowboys in the same way as what we were built. Um, so obviously as you get further up the, the 80s and into the early 90s that's when it all all kind of took root and the rivalry began and I think memory wise it, it it's not necessarily the games it's the two organisations it, it just felt like two juggernaut organisations going head to head all the time and that's why I hate the Cowboys now um, obviously it, it's for me, it's always been Rams, Cowboys, Giants. Um, Rams for the obvious reason—they're our oldest rivals. Um, they've always been around, and then the Cowboys for them games in the uh, the nineties. The Giants again—we we seem to keep on meeting them in either the divisional round or the NFC Championship, and it was always a little bit grudgy. Um, we we talked about it the other week. Um, sorry, last week when we said, who, who do you want? Do you want the Giants? Do you want um, the Cowboys? Do you want the Vikings? And I can't remember who said the Giants. Um, because of recent history, and when I say recent history, I'm still going back a good uh, 11 years. Um, the, the, the Giants are a little bit um, painful for me, for the Kyle yeah. Williams fumble, because we could have won it that year. Uh, but still, the Cowboys, I, I think it's going to be great. Um I think Paul just mentioned about the the confidence in cowboy fans. Um and to be honest, I actually think we're a much stronger team than we were last year. Hmm. I think last year we rode our look a little bit. Um we struggled in the second half against the Cowboys that came back. Um but yeah, can't wait for can't wait for this meeting. Can't wait to see all the disappointed cowboy fans. <laughs> 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 How about you, Nadji?
2: Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Cowboys, Niners. Uh, I think everybody that follows the game on any kind of level has heard about that matchup and what it means to the NFL as a, as a whole. So when it comes around and it's a big game, divisional, obviously, uh, it's always exciting and it just brings you back all this memory of, and we'll see them. They're going to talk about it throughout the week until the game starts. You're going to see highlights of, of Dwight Clark and, Montana and Young and Troy Ekman and Deion Sanders and all these people that used to play in those matchups. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's a great revelry. It's, it's amazing. And it's also, I hate, yeah, we all obviously hate the Cowboys for that reason. Because when we went winning it, they were winning it. <laughs> it just became this. If we can beat you, we should, we, we might be able to go all the way. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's history, uh, in the making, isn't it? When we play them and uh i think you're right Lee. i think this matchup is is a little bit more in our favor than it was last year this year um especially with the winning streak especially with the way we're playing right now um it's cowboys it's they've got a good team um i'm i'm just i'm looking forward to it obviously for multiple reasons um yeah. uh but yeah it's it's going to be a great game and, and i hope we i hope we give the you know the nation and the NFL fans a good a good show to kind of like revive this 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 matchup and make it make it a good game. That'll be that'll be the goal for me anyway. I hope that what's happened. What about you, Paul?
3: Yeah, like Lee's just alluded to, Nadji, I've just recorded a pod with Andy Davies uh, across the pond, and there was a Cowboys fan on. I expected him to be bullish. And he was very, very bullish. Um, my good <laughs> friend Chris Pollard, who when I first got into the game lives in Darlington, he used to come to my house and watch NFL Sundays. And he's a Cowboys fan. And he's been very consistent this year. You know, um, Pollard has developed one of the best running backs. Micah Parsons is better than Nick sir and and the banter started. I mean, I had my first taste last year, boys, when we did the pod. I remember mm. saying, "Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys playoff rivalry." For me, it was something that I'd watched on YouTube. I'd read the books. Um, I said to Nick on the live show on Tuesday, the first thing we led in with that show was, you think of the catch. You just think of Montana rolling out. And I think that's probably my earliest memory of the NFL. I think even as a non-NFL fan, I knew what that moment was. And I think the NFL wants this rivalry because the Dallas Cowboys versus the San Francisco 49ers, as soon as you see those two logos next to each other, I think the fact that last year it was in Dallas, This year, it's at Levi's, adds to that. I agree with both of you. I'm more confident this year because we've got a better team. We went in last year a little bit nervous because they had the number one offence and we had Jimmy with his dodgy shoulder. You know, Debo was pretty much carrying us. We remember we'd got in by the skin of our teeth where this year Mm. we're coming in hot. We're coming in hot on both sides of the ball, which we'll get into. So, yeah, Gareth, I'm I'm, I'm fully excited. I'm absolutely buzzing that Nadji's going to be over there. I love the fact that one of the four of us will be there in person, and I have no doubt that we're winning this game. And I'll get to it in my bold predictions <laughs> there. How are you feeling, Gareth, anyway?
0: Giving, giving it away then. Uh more confident than I expected. I think my my overwhelming, I suppose, memory, particularly of the, the matchups in the in the early part of the nineties, was it, it almost seemed to be uh, more important than the Super Bowl. It was like whoever wins the NFC will win the Super Bowl. And it was that period where the NFC won, what was it 10 or 12 in a row? And I mean, it, you know, it's just it's just the way it goes. But undoubtedly, the two best teams in the league in those years were meeting in the championship games, not in the Super Bowl. And it was almost that game was not to disrespect the super bowl but it was almost like well that's the one you win and then you don't win the right to play in the super bowl you win the right to beat an afc team in the super bowl and it's it sounds bad but that was kind of almost the feeling that no one in the afc was was get, possibly going to beat either of Dallas or San Francisco and i think of course that that turned out to be yeah uh, turned out to be true um but enough of the of the past uh you mentioned perhaps you, you hadn't seen much or hadn't uh, managed to manage to catch the Cowboys win over the Bucks. Any of you guys catch the highlights? Any thoughts on the game? Read anything about that game?
2: Well, what's the highlights? Um and I've read a bit about it. It seemed like the Bucks we played uh, a few weeks back, with no much juice, not much anything going and if Brady and Evans don't connect on twelve passes for six hundred yards then they're not going to win a game, which is essentially what happened. Um, Dallas has got a very good defense. Very good, maybe a bit of a stretch. They've got a good defense, mm. um, and I think that's just enough to stop an average Tampa Bay uh, offense that wasn't clicking very well and was really struggling with their all line missing. So, yeah, I, 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 don't know. It's a, it's a hard to, it's a wild card. It's one of those wild card games we just we're going to have because of the way it's set up these days with not having two seeds, you know, two number one, one and two having a bye. You're gonna get those games where I know the Bucks won their division, but <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they finished well they finished nine and eight, which would have been good for seventh or something like that. So yeah, um I can't really tell now. Um the whole season, the Cowboys I I don't know, they had the same schedule that the Eagles and the giants, and, uh, and look where we are these days. Uh, not sure it's very good to to have a look at those as well and make a judgment on what kind of team they are. Um, to me, they're much of the same team we played last year, um, there, thereabouts. And uh, yeah, um, but I I have to say I haven't watched them more than. It's quite nice to not watch the Cowboys because they're always on TV and trying to avoid them as much as possible. <laughs> a wise move. Paul, cool. yeah, something
3: to add? Yeah, I was off this afternoon, Gareth, because I'm away this mm, weekend cool. for my first flag tournament. So unlike Nadji, I'm not flying off to Levi. So I actually watched the game back, because I knew I was doing a podcast with um, a Cowboys fan. And to be fair, like Nadji said, you can't downplay how bad the Buccaneers were. They didn't have a run game. Brady threw it 60 plus times. And yes, the Cowboys had to beat who was in front of them. But to me... I think that plays in our hands. It means Kyle Shanahan has been able to prepare for Dallas, even before I knew the result of that game. We've had the extra two days. I think the Cowboy fans are coming in this very bullish off that result. But we played the Buccaneers a couple of weeks ago and I didn't see anything that, that stood off. Um, for me, Dak Prescott looked very comfortable, but most quarterbacks in the NFL would look most comfortable with that amount of time and without the pressure. And got to remember, if there is any Cowboys fans watching or listening, we are not the Buccaneers. We have the number one defense in the league. Nick Boser is going to feast, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 kind of glad, like Lee said, that they're coming in. We we talked about last year that Trent Williams' picture, which we have to mention, Lee takes pride of place in the candlestick. In it was great to see. Um, mm. I've seen the tweets flying around.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic, um, fantastic picture. Puts a smile on your face every time you see it. Hopefully we'll get something else like that on Sunday night.
3: Yeah, so I, I did watch the game, Gareth. So did you watch the highlights back or have you just um, read the articles? Because before your answer, the Cowboys fan got really annoyed when I pointed out it was just the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers mm. weren't very good. So he got annoyed about that. So what were your thoughts?
0: I think, yeah, for, I mean, from what I've seen and, and some of what I've read, it did seem you always get this. You get a team that sort of is is happy just to have made it to the playoffs. You know, they've run out of steam. You get that sense that the players aren't, you know, aren't necessarily up for it. The players are sort of like satisfied to get the season done and go, hey, look, you know, we've won our division. We've we've made it to playoffs. You know, we haven't embarrassed ourselves this season. But sometimes you just do get that sense that some teams are happy to settle for that. And that's that's what they will think of as successful um and you get other teams like ourselves where that you know that's not good enough the playoffs is where the where the season starts rather than an an extra game and then you can wrap up the season and you definitely got the feeling or certainly my my sense was that the bucks were kind of like yeah we won our division we perhaps didn't expect to that that's that we we've done it let's let's just uh, get this game done and 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 go home for the season so i don't think you could say too much about it. I think the uh, the Cowboys were able to efficiently beat what was in in front of them. They weren't necessarily uh, uh, spectacular against a uh, a team that perhaps didn't have so much fight in it. So I don't know that you can learn much. I think we probably had a better workout against uh, the Seahawks than the uh, than the Cowboys did against the Bucks, and I think that is that is good. You you need to ramp up the intensity and in the performance. Um, and I think there's there is a risk there when that drops off, you suddenly you drop off as well in your momentum. And you have to try and pick that up quickly. We'll see what the Eagles do, having had the bye week. And uh, I think that can uh, sometimes work against you as well. Um, so it's uh, that game's done. All it is is a knockout game. Uh, and it's uh, it's Dallas up next. Uh, so where do I you... Do have-
2: they do have one day less to recoup and they have to come to us, which um, is... And, you
0: know. uh, yeah, back-to-back road games as well. I think they finished the season with a road game as well, didn't they? So.
2: Yeah, because they, they were on the East Coast in Florida, right? So they had to go back to theirs and then come to us and then with a day less than we do. So that's, that's all good for us. It's a little bit weird. I'm, I'm, to be honest, if I was in their position, I'd be a bit annoyed at the NFL. That Monday night game is a bit, it's a bit weird. Um I mean Saturday to Monday and obviously the two teams playing. It is what it is, but again, it's this this new super wild card thing that they're trying to do, make it a big thing. It's it's gonna I'm sure it'll cost us at some point down the line um, in the future. But this time it's them, so
0: you can only play the games on the on the schedule you're given, can't you say? So, exactly. There we are. Exactly. So looking onto, onto the game, where where do you think Dallas are weak? Where, where's Shanahan or, or Purdy, or indeed a, a long list of playmakers, where are we going to attack Dallas and try and get some points?
1: Lee? So apparently Dallas are weak on grass.
2: Yeah, yeah I
1: uh, read that. Yeah, yeah. So I saw an article today where their efficiency on defence drops off the edge of a cliff when the play on grass, as opposed mm. to turf. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a quarter of what it is when they play on turf. So that's a a huge drop-off in defence. So maybe it's this defence, this uh, vaunted defence, number two, I believe they are, coming into Levi's and not going to be as good as what we expect them to be. Um, So how do we attack them? I think we just need to stick to the game plan that that Shanahan always has, establish the run uh, and make sure we have open receivers, which he's done absolutely perfectly since Brock Purdy came in. I mean, people are uh, picking Brock Purdy apart because he's completing passes to, to open receivers. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <I> yeah, mean,
0: <laughs> it's no sense,
1: does Yeah. It? yeah. How, how, how can that go against them? I, I think <laughs> Shanahan will, will basically do what he always does. I, I don't think he really changes it up that much. He's got an idea of what he wants to do, game in, game out. He wants to establish the run, which opens up the thrown lanes. And as you've said in the uh, previous pods, over the last six or seven weeks, we, we've been throwing the ball a lot more than uh, what we did when Jimmy was in the centre. So I think that makes us a lot more dangerous because people really expected us to run all the time. Um, and because of that, we're finding running easy as well as throwing the ball. So looking at the defence, the, the def- I mean, let's not, Get away from the fact they do have a really good defense. They've got some fantastic players on defense. It's going to be an interesting matchup between our offense and their defense. Um, is there any one weak link on their defense? I don't think there is. I, th- I think they've got quite uh, good depth on the starters. Um, but like I said, once I saw that stat today about their efficiency dropping off on on grass, that's that's got us happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I, I, I needed an evil laugh on my soundboard. I should have gotten one today, because as, as soon as I saw that, it was, I, I definitely felt as though I needed an evil laugh. Are we united? Yeah,
2: yeah. It, they've got a good defense. You can't. You can't really. Uh, you can't. It's hard to say otherwise. And they've got superstars on that defense as well. Obviously, Michael Person is, is one of those guys. Has been in a conversation for DPOI is um, very, very good. He's a dynamic player. He's a, he's a playmaker. He's a game changer and a game wrecker. Um, so it's it definitely him and Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, Marcus Lawrence has been doing it for a long time and he's a very good player too. Um, th- th- there's the kind of guys that can change a game and spin it on its head real fast if you don't account for them. But we have a very good all line and I, I'm, I'm sure we can handle it. And Purdy's been really good under pressure. So if they want to bring pressure and try and get him off his schedule, like um, the Dolphins tried and everybody's tried pretty much, it's not working. So um, I will say, I think they're not super suited to stop somebody like CMC. I don't think they have the the ability to either rush or cover at the same time, especially quick start, quick cuts on the backfield and handling linemen pulling and stuff like that. Uh, the linebackers being been old and, you know, Anthony Barr and Van Der Esch are very good linebacker, very serviceable, but it's not Fred Warner and Greg Greenlaw. They're not going to change the game. They're, they're very good at what they do, but not, not much more than that. And then, obviously, in the secondary, they've got Diggs, but Diggs has a tendency of getting beat fairly easily. That's his thing. He makes people open. I think he does it on purpose, so he can close with his speed and, and get the pick. He lives for the pick, but that, that just like half does, opens you up to getting beat. So. I fully expect Shanahan to take advantage of all that. And, uh, it's, it's a little bit like playing the Rams to me because, you know, you got Aaron Donald and a good edge rush and, and you got Jalen Ramsey. This is exactly kind of the same. It's a very good D line and, and a good secondary. And we handled the Rams pretty well for the past six years. So I'm sure we can handle the, uh, the Cowboys, uh, maybe even better. So that's my take. What about you, Paul?
3: It's like. You were in my head, Nadji, because Lee had his bit. <laughs> but I think, I think Gareth, um, we're going to use Diggs' aggressiveness against him. I think Nadji's right. Mm-hmm. A, lot has, a lot has been made that it's Dan Quinn going up against Kyle Shanahan and he knows what Kyle's going to do. Nobody knows what Kyle's going to do. And you mentioned CMC. CMC is the key. The San Francisco 49ers <laughs> runs more 21 personnel than any team in the league. And I went back preparing for this and I thought, what happened before CMC, and we just try to run that ball. And like we've all said, and Lee said it on since we've got CMC, we've been in that twenty-one personnel. We actually pass the ball more, but lean on the run at the same time. It's been awesome to see. And I don't think the Cowboys, like Naji said, I think they used to stop on one or the other. And again, doing that show, the Cowboys fan. I don't think he, I think he's totally underestimated. It was comparing Pollard to CMC. I quite liked his confidence, but CMC is an elite. He's on another level. I mean, and yeah, I different, mean, type um,
2: of, different type of back. Definitely different type of back, yeah. And
3: you're right. You Just know for what?
2: the for the people at home no, though, 21 personnel is two tight and one running back. For the people that don't know. Um that's what two one means twenty one. Um, so if it's eleven it's one tight and one running back, and twelve is one tight and two running backs. Uh, fairly simple. But uh yeah. But yeah, you're right. I think we're gonna show 21, which to most defense says run because you got two tight ends in there to go blocking, and and it's not and it's CMC going for God knows how many yards. Um, and I think that the addition of him, because before we had Mitchell and Mitchell, as much as Mitchell was good catching the ball, it's not quite like CMC can do. And and now defense have to guess and they have to come in and. And then it's a bootleg or something. And then Debo is wide, up, wide open, screaming down the sideline for 74 yards. So, yeah, it's Dan Quinn. He, maybe you know what's coming. You're still not going to stop it. so doesn't well, I saw
3: matter. an article on Niners Nation by Carl Posey. Give him the credit. And he called that peak 21 personnel, Maggi, the death lineup. And that's McCaffrey, Juszczyk, Kittle, Ayuk and Samuel, and then you go and watch the breakdowns on Twitter and it's like, oh, they're lined up and they're going to go in this formation and then they don't, or it's going to be this play and they don't. And like you said, Dan Quinn might be looking at the tape. And we've seen it before. Brock Purdy is good at escaping the pressure and the offensive line has been playing better. So like you said, like people say about us, Najee, Nick Bosa can't get to the quarterback very same principles for Dallas and I like that analogy, it's like playing against the Rams and let's face it, Carl Shanahan has a pretty good record and I think mm-hmm. that needs to be looked at as well, Gareth Carl Shanahan versus McCarthy, I know my money's on mm. Absolutely
1: How long after the game does McCarthy get sacked? No, a very if, if they lose hours?
2: if they lose bad, maybe on the night mm. and yeah. Nagy will yeah. be there Wave yeah, wave yeah, I will. Bye. I will. I will goodbye.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be sacked before he gets on the plane at San Jose <laughs> to get paid. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the presence of McCarthy is one thing. No disrespect to him, but makes me a little bit more confident about the game because you think yeah. of that matchup. And I think you're right with with the with the Dan Quinn. There might be, you know, people think, "Oh, we understand how Shanahan thinks or plays," but he he hasn't really seen and any insight into how Shanahan is going to run with the personnel he's got, you know, give Shanahan, whoever it was, Devontae, I can't remember, and Julio Jones and and Matt Ryan. And Dan Quinn's probably got a good idea of what Shanahan will do with those tools. But I I don't think he, he's going to have that much more insight um, other than watching the game tape, the same as every every other DC does um, and try and piece it together and say, okay, who's he got on the, on the field this time? It's like, okay, can we learn anything from that? It's no. Debo's wide receiver. Debo's at tight end position. Debo's at tailback. Debo's to the side of the quarterback. Okay. Well, where's where's check Where's CMC? Where's Kittle? They're they're all over the field. They just have this positionless. That you, you. I don't know what insight you're going to gain from that. You've just got to try and defend what what you've got. And I'm I'm confident Shanahan is going to is going to find some holes in 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 the Dallas defense. I think they're good, um, but I think. There's 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 some weaknesses there that can be exploited. I think the key is is going to be keeping Brock at least in somewhat in his comfort zone. Um, if they bring the house and come for him time and time again, and and the O line struggles, that's where I think we'll we'll struggle. But um, that I mean that would be probably my plan if I was uh, if I was Dan Quinn, I would say run, plan, try and get plan. Didn't we
1: have this conversation twelve months ago about Dan Quinn? Dan yeah, Quinn was Carl uh, Shanahan. We did, yeah. yeah. He, he knew him so well. Debo Samuel was throwing touchdowns. That's how well <laughs> he knew. Yeah,
2: true. Yeah, Seems Dan, Dan Quinn well, doesn't Lee, scare me.
3: The other thing as well, Lee, in the formation we've got four of our eligible receivers run a 4.4 40 yard dash or better. Speed kills in NFL. Mm. And like you said, there we pick your poison. Is it going to be Debo running the 74 yard touchdown? Is it Ray Ray McLeod? CMC going to hit those holes. So I think as well, we can all agree we've got a better team this year coming into this game than we did last Mm. year. And we've been averaging nearly five touchdowns a game since week 13. And Cowboy fans who may be watching will say, you've played nobody, Paul. We played the Commanders, and the Commanders did all right against the Cowboys when I went back and watched that game (laughs) terribly. So... Mm.
0: And and yeah, playoff wrong teams during that, during that stretch. We've played playoff teams, so yeah, who else is there to play in the NFC other than the games we've got coming? So, I don't know. Like you say, bullish <laughs> bullish fans, we would probably be uh, accused of being the same. So, oh, Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are. I mean, we are being
1: bullish now. <laughs> we are being bullish now. And, and it's easy to turn around and say, well, we're being bullish because we know we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the Cowboys <laughs> are being bullish because the Cowboys are Cowboys
0: there's there's a confidence there, I think, that we we've got better. Dallas seemed to be one of those teams that gets to a level and then, you know, it can't get over that hump and then the next year it comes back and it's not really any better. They've they they've lost a few players. There was the bizarre sort of Amari Cooper, oh, we'll have to just give him away because suddenly oh Salary Cap, who who mentioned this? And they seemed utterly unprepared and suddenly yeah. had to shed players. So once again they've gone through that process where they were almost there, and then I just—I don't think they are actually any better in in the following season. Whereas I think we we are um, certainly across the board, and and I'll have to say at at quarterback, I think we're we're better than we were last year.
2: So, controversial. No. <laughs> no, God no, that's that's easy to see. I think one uh, <laughs> thing we're better at right now is at quarterback, uh, definitely. And you know, they lost Amari Cooper; we gained Brandon Ayuk, I don't think Ayuk was quite as good as he was last year. Uh, he's definitely better this year yeah. in terms of his of his play. I don't think Kettle was that good last year when we played them. He's better now. And uh, we got CMC <laughs> on top of it, Mitchell, which was good last year. And we just needed Debo to beat them last year. So imagine, imagine with four more weapons on top of that and Brock Purdy knowing what he's doing. So, yeah, I, I feel pretty confident. Um, well, it's basically their job to stop us, not the other way around, I feel like. Mm. So, well, and
0: we're, and we're team, so. And we're the home team. And we're the home team.
2: They've they got to they come mean. out.
0: I mean, where, where, where do you think they're, they're going to attack us? What do you think their game plan is going to be?
1: It's got to be through there. It's got to be through there. It the has to be. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if uh Le has picked on yet again.
2: Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think so. I think they've just got to try it. Do the what the Raiders did and, uh, and just chuck it as much as they can. And, yeah. cause you can't. The problem is you can't really it, rely on that too much either. Because if Bosa has a game, it, it's not going gonna, gonna to cost you at some point. And uh, but yeah, I think I think that's what they're going to trying to do. And Dak Prescott is is pretty good at, at chucking the ball around. But the problem is, as you said, they don't have a Mary Cooper anymore. So it's just C D Lamb and Dalton Schultz. Um, that's the two main weapons. and that might be enough to beat the Buccaneers, but is it going to be enough to beat us? I think Mooney Ward's going to be on on City Lamb, and then Fred is going to follow Dalton Chess around, and then what? What are you going to do with Gibson and Ophanga and, and Leno and and all those people? I think, yeah, I think that's what you're trying to do with sprinkling a bit of Pollard because he has he's, he's had a good season. You can't deny that, and especially with the Ezekiel looming figure looming behind him. We still managed to, you know, eclipse him. So yeah. Um but people can't really run against us and we're really good at stopping now. So they are gonna try and attack us for the uh, do, you, do you guys think we can handle it? Do you think Lenore's Le- Le gonna have another pick? <genom literacy> Did that still somebody's ball prediction? <laughs> no, sorry the, for, oh, sorry the, I know, I was just yeah.
3: I was just gonna say that The focus is on Nick Bosa, but King Charles, because I make no bones, I can't pronounce his surname. Remember last year, he had seven quarterback hits and a fast fumble against the Cowboys. And he's coming into this game, arguably playing the best football of his career. So like you said, Najee, they've got to look at Nick Bosa on one side. They've got to look at King Charles on the other side. Oh, but well, we'll go to the run game. Oh wait, you've got Eric Armstead in Kinlaw in the middle. Oh, we'll get past them. And yet you've just said there, Fred Warner. You didn't even mention Greenlaw. And then I think I think it's overlooked that, yes, Dak has had a better season, but he's still had 15 interceptions. And mm. as Lenar proved last week, Gareth, you can target him, but he's got that big play in him as well. And I think hofanga's going to be hungry for this one, Najee, because he's going up against Diggs. I think both of them are coming into this game thinking, this is where we shine in prime time. Now, that could go in our favour. It could go against us. But... Uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to try and be pass-heavy. And that's that reflected, Gareth, in my scoreline mm. and in my bold predictions, mm. which I will save for later, Naji.
0: Teaser. Teaser. Lee. Gareth. Hello. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you agree that they're going to take us to the
1: well, well, yeah, I mean, that's what I said from the start. Um, <laughs> I think that's, that's what they have to do. Um, we we so could stop stopping the run now with Kinlaw and Armstead being back. Yes, Pollard's uh, a really good back, but um, I think their best chance is through the air. definitely think they're going to attack uh, diomedol Lenore. I'm just having a look because I, I, I took the screen print from uh, PFF and put three wide receivers on there for them. So they've got Ty, Ty Hilton going up against Jimmy Ward, C.D. Lamb against Mooney, Gallup going up against Lenore. I, I think they'll try and switch them, but as Najee mm-hmm. said, I think Mooney Ward's going to go with uh, C.D. Lamb all the time I, I think you'll travel with them and and to be honest I mean you look at last week's game and Lenoir was our best uh, cornerback so I've I've got no concerns they will throw the ball they will put uh, points on the board without a shadow of a doubt because they've got a good offence mm-hmm. but I mean Dak Prescott up until last week he had uh, gone seven games with an interception in each game and I can see interceptions in this game multiple oh, yeah. interceptions in this game multiple from points. Dak Prescott yeah so yeah, I think that, that I think that's the way they can possibly beat us if they have success that way. But I don't think they will. We've got the number one defense. We've got the number one defense. We'll do what we do. We might have a bad quarter or a bad half, but we won't have a bad game. Mm-hmm. If we have a bad half, the next half we'll shut them out. Unless we have the bad half in the second half, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which hopefully means we've shut them out in the first half.
3: Yeah. We're overlooking one significant factor, Gareth, Nadji will be in attendance.
0: And Absolutely. Be yes. Mm-hmm. And he'll
3: be getting the crowd going. And there's no way the Brock Express is going to be derailed with Nadji right in the centre of it. So that gives me confidence, buddy. Mm-hmm. That you are going to
2: be there. Thank you. I'll try. I will definitely. I'll
0: I think best. I can, I can see Dallas. Tr- Dallas trying to build a lead, uh, and I think it's 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 the logic, isn't it? You you put Purdy in a hole and see how he can do by trying yeah. to build a lead quickly. And I think we we could see a, a a good start to the game where we either give up a big play or we're going to make a big play of our own, um, and and hopefully get some points on the board and hopefully put back Dallas in the hole in the in the place they really don't want to be. And I don't yeah. know how well built they are to really come back I think that they can they can get a result they can they can perform well throughout a game but how well are they going to do if if they if they've really got to chase the game uh so I I can see that that being a bit of a high risk plan from their point of view but I think it's probably the best plan that they've got um yeah. I can't see as they're they're trying to beat us in a in a kind of slug match going toe to toe I think we're we're a team, they're a good team, but they do seem perhaps a little bit like the Bills. They seem to have a brittleness about them. They're strong, but you always you feel that if you can hit them hard enough once, some cracks are going to appear. Yeah. Um, and, and whereas we just seem to kind of roll with the punches and, and come back from those and say, yeah, we'll take the punches, but we're, we're just going to come back from them. So And uh, what about our our recipe for winning? I think we've talked on it a little bit. How do you think Brock's gonna approach the game? Do you think we're gonna see something different? Uh, run first or or we'll stick with the pass first?
2: Stick with the pass first. It's if it's not broken, don't fix it. And Brock can do it. I'm fully confident Brock is gonna show another another time to everybody though. He's just it's just Brock he's just Brock Birdie and he's just gonna hmm. stick it to them and he might throw a ball or two that's a bit off and then it'll it'll just you know, stand back up and throw a touchdown. He doesn't care. He just has no fear. He has all the confidence in the world and he's just gonna go out there and do what he does. I think that's 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 his, his best quality since I've seen him and uh since that preseason game where I just for there's something about this guy. Mm-hmm. He's just he's a he's a winner. He's just gonna go out there and win your game by playing the way he does. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be fun. I d I don't see what what else he's gonna do. Um, but I wouldn't surprise, be surprised if I come back from the trip and CMC is 400 yards in a bag or something stupid because they can't handle him. I think that's I think as Paul said he's the key. If he has a big game, um, we'll probably win this comfortably.
1: Yeah, I, I can see he's running the ball rather than passing it to begin with. I think Shanahan will be looking at um, how best to use Brock, how best to build his confidence. We're going up against a much better defence than what we did last week. I think he'll try and run the ball as much as possible early doors, let Brock settle into the game, let him get an idea of where where people are setting up on defence, have a look at the schemes that they're trying, um, get a little bit of confidence in them that way, and then use the run to open up the pass. And I, I think that's how we're going to start the game. Um, but once once we get past the point where Brock is reasonably confident. I I think he's just going to let them air it out every now and again. I think it's going to be a mixture of both run and um, pass. I think Shanahan's going to do the Shanahan thing. There's going to be a lot of trickery in there, a lot of misdirection. I I think it's going to be a really exciting game to uh, watch. I I definitely think there's going to be two or three players where we're all absolutely gobsmacked. Uh, uh, What a wonderful player that Shanahan has uh, drawn up there. And I'm just really excited to watch this game. Really, really excited. How about you, Paul?
3: Well, I went back and watched the Cowboys versus the Commanders um, because my friend who's a Cowboys fan seems to think the Commanders' defence is similar to ours. I think that's not what I agree with. And the Cowboys surrendered 150-odd rushing yards that game to the Commanders. And like you said, Nadji, we've got CMC. A key factor... I think as well, Gareth, we see the return of the Yak boys like we did last week against Seattle. And I think that has been overlooked by the Cowboys. The fact that we talked about that Debo touchdown against Seattle where we were all celebrating the first down, Ayukes in front, and then, boy, he hits the Jets. So, yeah, I think Kyle Shanahan, He, we've said it consistently on this show, he looks at the opponents, he looks at the weaknesses, and he schemes a plan for that. And I'm very confident in our coach over there, Coach. Mistake-free football, which we've been seeing over mm-hmm. the last few weeks, as long as that continues. Yeah. We need Crucial. to be disciplined, which I believe we have been on the offence. We've said it before, and Nadji can back me up with playing the game. There's no superstars. There's nobody demanding the ball. We could be sat here next week and CMC's touched the ball three times and Mitchell has ran the ball home or Kittle scored all the touchdowns. The team, win. you saw that, when Debo ran that touchdown in and Ayuk was celebrating with him, there was no divaness that you see. Um, I believe we've got more talent on both sides of the ball, so I won't go over what the boys have said. And again, I'll repeat it, we've got the better coaching staff, so we're winning this game. Yeah. We're a better team than we were last year, and the Cowboys are very similar to me. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah to, to, to be honest, I think we're going to have a lot of success over the middle. I think yeah. once we start throwing the ball, that's where we're going. I think Kittle's going to have a big game, um, yeah. and potentially I think uh, Juwan Jennings is going to have a big game. I, I think plays. we're going to target the middle if he plays. If he plays,
0: I'd I'd agree with that. I I was thinking, oh, I'm I'm going to sound stupid saying we're we're potentially going to be running the ball, but I think what we might do is is we'll come out and and we'll do something that perhaps the Cowboys weren't expecting. Plus, I think if we can do things like we're we won run... on <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> first down, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah, no one would be expecting that. That's for sure. um I think if we we can avoid and move the play to the other side of Micah Parsons maybe not throw the ball at Diggs I think they're both players who have the potential to be a bit overfired up uh and to think they've got to go and make a play so there's a potential chance if we just cut them out, uh, cut them out of the game by the by by what we're doing they're going to lose a little bit of discipline and start going to, out to hunt the big play for themselves, and I think Shan, as soon as that happens, Shanahan's got them, and it's and it's going to be to kittle over to the middle, it's going to be to the gaps, and it's going to be to the spaces they have vacated. Um, simplistic view, but I think that's to me that's 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 some way we can we can use their own uh, aggression and uh, enthusiasm for the game against them uh, by by. Getting a couple of those guys, you you do get the sense there's a couple of guys there who could could get frustrated if the game isn't going their way or if they're not making plays, and that they're going to get that sense of I've I've got to go and do something, I've got to put this defense on my back, um, and I think as soon as that happens, um, Shanahan is, is is going to be grinning from ear to ear, uh, and he's just going to have all those plays in a nice little row, and and Brock's going to know every single one, and it's just going to be like we'll 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 gather this momentum and just drive down the field. So I think that's our recipe for success. Uh, shall we go on to the boldies? I hope you've got some. Awesome. I, I think uh, I think Nadji should go first since he uh, uh, he's yeah, going to be did there tease did that three days ago. Yeah, That's
2: true. I mean, this one is, is is the boldest of bold, and it's also kind of wishful thinking. But my bold prediction is that I will get a game ball somehow. I'm going to get a game ball.
0: That that is bold
2: that is—that's got to be. Something I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm Jimmy hoping one's
1: parents is going to get it for you because you're going to be <laughs> I don't even
2: care if that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of envisioning Brandon Ayuk scoring a touchdown and just lobbing in, the stand and i happen to catch it one-handed, by the way, but of, of course. But uh, yeah, there's there's my ball prediction. It's, uh, it's it's more wishful thinking than ball prediction,
1: but well, not not just <laughs> a ball oh. prediction. He's just said CMC is going to have 400 yards. That's pretty cool. I did say
2: it? that, but yeah. no, I, I had a second one, and I think I think now is the time. Now is the time. We've been calling it all season. But now is the time for Rare Ray McLeod yeah, to yeah, return yeah. the kickoff for a touchdown. And uh, that's what he's going to do.
0: Who's next? Paul.
2: What you got?
3: Well, you may have seen that I had Alex Simpson the 49FA for the UK's very own bold prediction fact-checker on Let's <laughs> Talk Sports last night. So I turned the tables, Gareth. So Alec oh, gave his yeah. bold predictions. So I have stolen one from him because he was on a similar page to me. So we believe there's going to be five touchdowns on the night, which will be reflected in my score. My boldest prediction is Jimmy Ward makes a play, positive play, that gets Najee off his chair, on his feet, and a message in the group chat saying, wow, Jimmy Ward, that was a player. That's the boldest one I've got. But I think uh, Dak throws for two interceptions, which Lee stole earlier. I think we see Ayuk get two touchdowns. I think he, he has a big game. I think Bosa gets two sacks on the night. And I think the two picks going. are going to be Lenar and Huff are my two picks. But I do think Jimmy Ward's going to have a moment in the game for the positive And we'll have great delight in reminding Nadji about it. What about you, Lee? This is where you can jump on, buddy, and give us your predictions.
1: Yeah, as as I said, I think Jack's going to throw multiple interceptions. I think it's actually going to be three. I think Lenore will get one. I think uh, Warner will get two. Um, Oh, that is my ball. One for Lenore is not really bold, but two for all pro Fred. I think he's going to get two um, interceptions there. On offense, I think um, Kittle's going to go for 150 yards. Nice. Mm-hmm. How about yourself, Gareth?
0: I'd, I'd be happy with that. Well, I did have two ins for Dak written down, but I think you've 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 covered that. I I actually think we're going to get a, a chance to uh, uh, see Greenlaw and Warner make some plays. Uh, I think they're going to force a fumble each. I think Dak's going to be dumping it down to like Dal- Dalton Schultz and he's going to forget just how good our linebacker core is uh, and they are going to lay out some pain on whoever comes into their into their regions and i can see them popping a couple of balls out from runners and, and pass catchers i i've actually got the um the big game for cmc 150 scrimmage yards and two tds probably one of each oh, i'm half tempted to put cmc down for throwing touchdown as well just for, just for the fun of it but I think we we had uh, Debo throwing the touchdown last year, as uh, as I think Lee said. So maybe Shanahan won't want to go there, go there twice. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, and I can see Jennings if he does play um, being important and potentially uh, getting somebody ejected. Why not Jennings will get someone ejected
1: for being petrol? Yeah, one way digs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Probably Najee when
3: he's They're trying mighty. to get on the field to <laughs> get that ball to Jennings we like, get off, Najee, yeah. get off. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. So, all predictions. Niners are four-point favourites, which isn't much for the home team. And the over-under I have seen is 46. What have That's you right. got? We'll leave Najee to last. I've, I've got a... Uh, relatively comfortable. Maybe Dallas might come back at the end. I think I have got us with a 30-24 Niners win.
1: Oof. That isn't too Me. far away from mine. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game. I have us down as a 34-24 win. Nice.
2: Comes Go to 10 points. The key in this
3: is 24. We do not compare notes before, so yes, I've got the Dallas Cowboys scoring twenty-four points. I've got them getting a couple of garbage time points at like you said, Gareth, but I have gone one better than you and Lee, and I think we win thirty-eight to twenty-four. Mm. It's my ball prediction so far.
2: points, several points. Nice. Uh, I had something very similar to to you and, and Lee and Gareth. Sorry, um, I had thirty-two twenty-three uh, down. Uh, so yeah. Mm. That's wonderful. Go all, all gone for
0: nine wins. Wow! Yeah. So great stuff. uh Forty nine of Faithful UK live on Tuesday night. I was able to catch a bit of it, Paul. Thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. It to be making uh, um, little show there with um, uh, yourself and Nick.
3: Yeah, thank you very much. I overcome my sound issues, hence the eagle eyes <laughs> will spot my new <laughs> setup which El Presidente has kindly assisted me with. But um, I know when me and Nick proposed this show, there was the danger that what was it going to add to the pods? And I was very keen. It wasn't going to be like the podcast. We love the podcast. The group loves the podcast. What we wanted to bring Gareth was similar to what the Americans have with the content creators and that live element and the chat. Martin Hughes threw me because he logged on his wife's <laughs> iPads a different surname, I thought Don Evans, I'm pretty sure there's an Evans in the group, I thought that might be James's missus I should have got the link (laughs) to Fireball but uh, (laughs) to be fair Gareth, yeah, 8 o'clock Tuesdays the intro video Lee put together is absolutely amazing and again, massive thank you to Gathering of Strangers for allowing us to use that song, cheeky plug we have got a giveaway Mm -hmm. for the draft cap that Lee and Nagy brought back, so all you need to do is follow Mm -hmm. up 49 of Faithful UK on YouTube. The Gathering of Strangers on YouTube. Two weeks till the competition ends. We will be doing a Hello. live draw. He's got the hat there for people Ooh. to see. This hat
2: has seen Brock Purdy in person. Just saying. <laughs> there might be uh, some Brock Purdy DNA on this. It's possible.
3: Mm. I was so. going to say it came from the draft, Nadji. It could be an iconic <laughs> it piece there. of merchandise. So, you know, cheers to Lee for giving that away. But you know, we're going to stick to Tuesdays at 8 o'clock. We'd love people to join live. We'd love you to join, yeah, join in. in, in. Comments. And yeah, it's week two was even better than week one. Thanks to Lee's awesome video. And I'm looking forward to next week.
0: Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Any other public service announcements or, or, any other thoughts on the game before we wrap up?
1: Um, no, public I just service just going to say announcements. It. No, because basically um, the, the one that I've just put in the group by the time I get this uh, podcast out, it's probably going to be too late for people to hear it and respond to it. Um, so no, 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 no PSAs today. That. That's
2: good. I was just gonna say because we all say at the end of the podcast as an outro, but do go and subscribe and like and share the live show. Obviously, this podcast if you like it, uh, leave us a comment. Leave a comment on the on the YouTube video. Apparently, YouTube likes that as the algorithm. Just say, "Oh, I'm just watching. I like it." it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Um, but yeah, subscribe, right. like. Notification yeah. bell, all that stuff. A thumbs up
0: and, a, and a smiley is is enough to uh, for for the algorithm to sense that there's an engagement. So uh, apparently so. Sure.
1: So you know, I said there was no PSAs. Uh, so go on this is th- th- this is not exactly a PSA. Th- this is a Gowland special. So I'm going to tease. <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> it's master tease.
1: So so, if we win on Sunday night. Get ready for a big announcement Monday.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: Big announcement.
1: Big announcement.
0: Big announcement. What could it be? Equally, we've (laughs) got to say as well,
3: following on from that, the 49ers Supporters Club Live that we were lucky enough to do in November. Lee has managed to put that on the YouTube channel. So for those people that haven't joined the Supporters Club, we'd love you to go and check that out we would also
1: love you to join the Supporters Club. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That'd be good. I was gonna say I was gonna say Lee, I was gonna lead on to the discount code. Um you've put that on there. Let's say Nick Clark has allowed us the opportunity to be on the Fighting Niners platform. Some it'll stay with me, and I'm hoping that we get the opportunity to go back on. So yeah, if you want yeah. to join the supporters club, because I'm hoping we might be on soon. Fingers crossed.
1: Um yeah, crossed. so so that is a very real possibility. The fact that we will be on very soon That's indeed. True.
2: Ooh. Next game, maybe, yeah. maybe. Mm. it's it might happen again as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, it will. It'll definitely happen again. It'll definitely when, happen. And, and when? Sooner. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. it's probably going to be in the next three weeks.
0: Yeah. Well. Wow. Cool.
3: So keep those so notifications on the like button on the subscription, everything else, so you're up to date yeah. with the latest news. Mm. And if you're not already following us on Twitter. You need to follow us on Twitter because we're trying to get to 5,000 and we're nearly close. And, Naji yes. you need to tag us on all the photos, all the footage. We expect to see everything buddy. Um Anything you I want mean, me to put on, let me know. When you boys are in Vegas, you were kind enough to send me the stuff through. The content is obviously what helps the channel grow, helps the YouTube grow and the 49th Air for Faithful UK grow. So I'm really excited that you're going out there on uh, Sunday mm. night, buddy. Yeah,
1: I've got better. one more bold prediction. Going Natty will be pictured wearing a Jimmy Ward jersey at the weekend.
2: <laughs> no, he oil might oil not oil.
1: have it on all game, but he will be pictured wearing one.
2: I don't mind. I don't, I don't, I'll happily do that. If, I uh, think every if, if every I
0: prediction we've ever had, I've thought, mm, unlikely but possible. Um, but that's the first <laughs> one where <year>, it's like. <laughs> no, that was the worst no of them all. I think (laughs) we're more likely to see Nadji in an Ezekiel Elliott shirt at the game than
3: the gym. Oh, and uh, Sky Sports, Game Pass, half 11, Sunday night kickoff. the Discord groups, um, I'm sure Nadji's already got a volunteer to run it. Kev, Kev is
2: doing it, Kev Williams, thank you for stepping in, mate. Um, I will keep an eye on it, maybe not, because obviously I'm I'm at the game, I'll be busy as well. Um, so I might not at all, but I, I might check it at halftime or something. But yeah, uh, as I said in the Discord, I, I put it on the, on the post on a game they've read. And it's the same on Facebook. Keep the positivity up no matter what happens. Um, and then have fun, no swearing, and uh, respect everyone, including the Cowboys. I know it's hard, but that's we are better fans than they are. Uh, we respect them by mm. stomping on them and winning the game. Uh, that's how we disrespect them. Um, there's no need for swearing or anything of the like, like I've heard Dallas Radio do, and wishing injuries on our on our players no. and stuff like that. As exactly. That is not what we'll be doing. We'll just beat them. That's what we'll do.
0: Enjoy the victory,
2: hopefully. Indeed.
0: So Indeed. thanks for joining me, gents, uh, and Thank thanks for everyone who listens to the show. Uh, we will be back next week, uh, possibly with Naji, possibly Mil-
2: no. um I land um, Tuesday night.
0: Okay. 6.30-ish, so I won't be done. Three of us will be back next week to review the game and hopefully be looking forward to the NFC Championship game against the... Who have you got, Lance? Giants or
2: Eagles? Giants. Giants. Giants, Giants. are home. Giants, Giants are home. be so a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think that, uh, the one I want. that the rest of the starters in Week 18 um, and, and the Eagles have had a, a whole week off, which I, I think... Two it, weeks it doesn't right? benefit most teams. I think the fact they've played them twice already this season and uh, beaten them, I, th- I think that might be a disadvantage for them. I, I think they might yeah, do what I, we did last year.
2: I think Jalen Hurt is genuinely pa- yeah, in I, pain. I yeah, don't, I think, don't he's think he's one hundred percent at all. No, not even. I don't think he's even as seventy percent. So I just like Tell the fact what. that we beat the Seahawks we beat the Cowboys
3: rivalry and then like you touched upon that Giants rivalry that I think sweet. that would yeah. be good for me so, so that's,
1: that's exactly what I was just about to say yeah. we've beaten the Rams twice this season if we can beat the Cowboys and then the Giants
2: and the Seahawks <laughs> yeah. three times, <gasps> times.
1: Yeah. that's that that absolutely
0: fantastic for, uh, for bonus But the, this yeah. year
1: is made for the Super Bowl
2: mm. yeah it really yeah. is it really is Great stuff.
0: <laughs> so, it's Dallas. It's the playoffs. And it's in the Bay Area. Legends have been born under these circumstances. And this one could be an absolute cracker. Buckle up and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners.
1: Bang, bang, Nana, guys. We
0: love the San
3: Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all. with prime time. John Taylor, <laughs> Jerry Rice down the sideline.